Dave's dumping liquid into his mug. Yeah. Got some more red. <laughs> <laughs> red juice. What flavor of that oh, is it? Oh, man. Red. So welcome back, everybody, to the Gore Club Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vessel. Death Metal Dave. I'm Ace. Ace from Free, uh, Forever, Forever Steel. Steel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, 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 how the hell can they find Forever Steel? Because are you on if Instagram you, and Facebook? And it's just on Facebook right now. Dude, you got to upgrade. I know. I got to go. I've got to upgrade it. Uh Actually, if you just Google Forever, it's just in there as Forever Steel, but if you look that up, it's yeah. usually... I do a lot of album reviews because I started going through like lists of stuff that I just never listened to and to give it like first listen until I get to the top, but I was going through doing like decibels, like top thrash albums, and like half that list I realized I never even listened to because I didn't listen to a whole lot of thrash metal. What the fuck but is wrong with you? I know. I was like, I just want to hear some more death metal. But. Oh, so that's what Dave, yeah. yeah. Just drink his blood. But uh, <laughs> Eat your brain and gain your knowledge. I do some of that. Um, go through there. I make fun of the music people like a lot and make stupid memes. And, uh, you know, and like also new metal, new metal promotes. Shit. Yeah. It's like people that unironically like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they actually end up liking them. Yeah. Well, it's, so, like, the, it's like that generation's classic rock. Mm. It seriously is. Yeah. No, or I guess it's this, whatever, the last generation. What Fuck, is this generation? It's, it's your generation, isn't it, Dave? How old are you? Yeah, I'm 40. Damn it. It's your generation, it's isn't my it, gener- I'm 37, so it Okay, it's not, it's, everybody, everybody here is, yeah, it's definitely your generation. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But also, uh, <laughs> promote a lot of, like, put up a lot of stuff about local shows, bands playing around here. That was my main thing I wanted to do with it once all the pandemic stuff was over, was kind of have, like, a place for... Because every time I, people would always like come up and be like, I didn't even know that show was in town or something. And I just wanted like one spot where people in town in Louisville and Cincinnati, Lexington, around that area kind of knew what was so going on and kind of build that up. And, uh, look, at, look at memes. And look at yeah, real reviews shows. from a yeah. metal dude. Real reviews from a guy who can't even play an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best reviews. Those are the best reviews. Those are my favorite uh, critics on film. I'm like, pick up a camera, dick. Yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, well, let's start. Like the, it's been a minute. So uh, this is our one year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to go back and talk about like our memories of what got us into the genre. But before we get to that, let's talk about fucking Richard Donner just passed away today. Uh, what yeah, a bummer. That's lame. And people who don't know that name, they'll either know him as a producer, a director, or whatever. He's made so many things happen. I mean, most people in our genre will like think Lost Boys or The Omen. Uh, Scrooge, you know, it's a yeah. fucking great horror comedy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, Tells from the Crypt, he helped make those shows and one of the older, the last few movies happen. The Ritual. The Ritual. <laughs> it's yeah, awful. I never saw that. I, don't think, I think I skipped that one too. You should. After, st- after Bordello of Blood, I was done. I was tapping out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's been doing television show. I, I had to pull up a freaking thing because he's done so much. It's got Cold Jack, Gilligan's Island, the uh, Tells from the Crypt show, Twilight Zone, the show. Um, you know, the man is, 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 he's, it's so sad that he's gone and people, uh, younger generation may not even know his name, but when I hear it, I'm just like, well, fuck man. Yeah. I want to sleep all day and party all night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now he's fucking dead. One thing we got to remember, 91, 
91. He was 91. He was 91. He was 91. Yeah. That's a right. great old age. <laughs> Dave was talking about like when Odorous talked about Dio dying. What did he say? <laughs> he, said he's six, he said he's 68 or something like that. He's, he's fucking 60. Yeah. Next yeah. question. Next question. Just keep going. Yeah. It's like, it's like ninety five in middle years. Yeah, you don't you don't get you don't get you don't you don't really get sad. I don't really get sad when somebody dies when they're really old. I yeah, mean, when they're sucks. really old. Ninety one is really old, Steve. It is really old. I know it's closer to my age, but hey. Right. You old fucker. Knocking on <laughs> knocking on the door at ninety one over there. That's, uh, I mean when uh, he when he was able to get his uh, his uh, Richard Donner cut of Superman two out. Now there's like varying critiques on that version. It's kinda it's kinda Choppy, obviously, because he 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 excised everything from what they had done from the original part two. Because they before, like, say, Lord of the Rings, where all these other films were fighting back to back. Superman one and two were filmed as one long fucking movie, and yeah. at the time they were they weren't really doing that kind of stuff. And then he got fired halfway through Superman two's filming, and they were like, "Well, we'll just." I think I think the producers are called the Suskinds. I can't remember. Yeah. I, I should just look it up, but. uh and then they he they they found this his pieces in a vault, and then he was able to reassemble them, and they paid for it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. You don't get that very often. Technology. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> Thank you, George Lucas. Well, it's no I'm totally being a dick on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's no Superman four, but it's uh, fuck you, bad. man. <laughs> quest for peace. I'm gonna put all these fucking nuclear warheads in a net and just send them into space, <laughs> and then they hit somebody else's planet. Right. The moon? Something. I don't know. Some peaceful planet way out there. Remember just Saturn? Like, Remember when we had Saturn? Not anymore. He gets scratched. <laughs> he just gets scratched by that guy. I know. What the hell is that guy's name? Nuclear man. Nuclear man with the big fucking gold claws. It's like, ridiculous. And the Thor hair. Thor from the band. And like Nightmare, uh, ni- uh, whatever. Uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he looks like. I'm pretty sure I blocked this one out because I don't remember it at all. Oh, it's got, uh, who is it? It's not Robert Downey Jr. It's, it's what's his it's face? Ducky. Ducky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ducky. What's his name? Just playing the same Ducky. character. It's, it's oh, come on. He's doing Two and a Half Men in uh, Hot Shots. Fuck, man. <laughs> We're going to get roasted in the comments for this one. I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Whatever. But yeah, he's like he's still playing the same role he played in like Pretty in Pink and in like, uh, you know, whatever fucking movie. And it's like, he's like 40. Yeah. <laughs> he still has like yeah. pink hair and, and chucks on. He's, he's, he's like Luther's shitty little nephew or something. Yeah. God damn it. So you get. See, if Richard Donner had directed that movie, it'd be good. Yeah, they couldn't sure. have cut Superman's hair with a pair of scissors, even though it was holding up a giant steel ball. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but... Yeah, I like how we're dwelling on Superman 2. <laughs> of all the things Richard Donner has done. But it fucking sucks he's dead. It's one to at least talk about it before we move on to our real subject. But uh, Yeah, Scrooge, uh, Scrooge is a 10. Scrooge is amazing. <laughs> it's so great. Um, yeah, and nobody can. I mean, there, there's people now who are coming out against Lost Boys saying, "Oh, that's bullshit. And it movie sucks. It's got issues." And more of a PC crowd. I'm like, "Ah, man." Are they you, are they not fan of saxophones or? I don't know. I mean, how can you not get hard nipples listening to that guy? Yeah. Play. What's what's the problem with Lost Boys? <laughs> I don't understand. What did I miss here? I thought so too. I I mean, you were talking about three guys sitting in a room talking about a movie that women would say, "Well, the woman's marginalized." I was like, I thought she was a pretty strong character, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Just go watch if anything, she's stronger than the dudes because she's like she's always said, "No, I'm not drinking that blood." You fucking kidding me? You yeah. know, <laughs> she tried to warn him. <laughs> right. She did like she's kind of the hero of the movie. Yeah. Anyway, star. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. What did you watch? You think recently? Oh, I knew you were going to do this. I forgot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I went back and I rewatched Army of the Dead. Ugh. Hmm. What did you all think about that movie? Well, we haven't even discussed it on the I, podcast, have we? I haven't watched it because every single person that. I'm 
that I respect about that watches movies is said it's terrible. <laughs> all right, so here's my biggest problem Hit with the movie. So it all it, this this all stems from like the first ten minutes of the movie. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. So the whole zombie outbreak happens because some dude's getting a blowjob by his bride and in a car. And That's they're going pretty fun. They're going down the road and they hit an army truck. It blows up. It blow it blows up and then. The army people get out and they call their dispatch and they're like, "Hey, so this is, this is, uh, this is blown up. Um, what do we do?" And like the person on the line's like, "You got to get the fuck out of there. Like, That's abort. what you do. Yeah, get out of there now." And he's like, "Hey guys, don't, don't, don't go over. There. Hey, hey guys, don't. He's not assertive at all." And then fucking zombies come out and it's bullshit because military people. Yeah, they just portrayed wrong. Like they, they, they should have been like, "All right, pack it up. Let's fucking go." Up to that point, I know what you're talking about. They were they were so hardcore, like on the military, like doing like you know their lingo and how they do all their tactics, you know, single file line, all you know, watching the other's back. And he's on he's on the he's on the comms, and, and they're like, blah blah blah. So what's the package? It's like, well, it's been compromised. And she's like, oh my god, get the fuck out of there, blah blah blah. And he's like, are you wait, are you serious, really? And it's like, hey guys, please stop. She's don't, saying to wait, and they just there. get their asses kicked by a zombie. <laughs> I was down for it because once the van or the rv blows up i was like oh it's gonna be like 80s cars and 80s bullets it's like this is gonna be that ridiculous over the top and when he just goes completely stupid i think it's when i was like oh no they couldn't have wrote this somewhat a little bit better so what they do is after the explosion their humvees get kind of like sidelined on the side in this little ravine and i guess they don't work anymore because instead of the army guy getting back in his humvee and getting the fuck out of there they run into the desert just run into the desert yeah and then they get attacked by alpha zombie and it's just uh, it Man. The, whole, the whole movie. Not really changing my mind about watching no, this you, movie. <laughs> I mean, I guess you should watch it. Fuck, I don't know. But the the thing is, you watch. I it know people who it, love this movie. Well, it's the, two and a half hours. Right? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, it's. Kind I of was long. like, God. there's also like like they shoot some of the zombies and they look like fucking robots. They are like, robots. They're yeah. like robots. Like, why the fuck are they there? Oh yeah, because they're trying to make some sort of sequel. There's a, a whole franchise. It's going to be like a prequel and a television show, and that sounds fine. Well, it's like they're giving him, like, you know, giving Zack Snyder another cinematic universe. You know what you don't do? You don't give Zack Snyder a cinematic universe. <laughs> I, I like Zack Snyder films, but then, uh, the ones I went back and watched, I realized I like the most are the ones he had hardly anything to do with besides directing them. Yeah, because then you get stuff like Justice League. And people are like, give him the Snyder cut. And I watched it. And yes, it was better. But it's compared like, to what? It's like, it's like, all right, I'm going to stab you in the eyeball. Now I'm going to take this out of your eyeball and I'm going to stab you in the stomach. See, you're still getting stabbed, but it's it's not as bad, I guess. I don't know. It's just, it was just not. It's like, we'll just throw the Joker in on the end. Too, yeah, we'll just, we'll just fucking have this futuristic <laughs> Batman thing. It's whatever. It's yeah. just this last 10 minutes. I thought it was this all a dream. I thought his Snyder cut was way better. Yeah. And they got rid of all the, like, the sexist bullshit. Like, Wonder Woman's not no longer massaging Batman and no one's calling her hot, you know, and she, and all that stuff's being cut out. It's great. You know, goodbye, Joss Whedon, and your weird, like, I thought you were alpha female, and now yeah. we know a little bit more. You go back and watch some of the stuff, it's like, oh, it's not nearly as girl, girl power as we had hoped. And I didn't even think about those cuts until someone else brought it up. And she was like, yeah, did you notice all that was gone from Joss Whedon's cut? I was like, oh, you know what? That's fucking pretty cool, actually. So, yeah, yeah uh, Army, Army of the Dead is, it's, it's one of those movies that people keep talking about, which is great for the genre. Yeah. Uh, you either like it, you can j- disconnect your brain, which I love those kind of films, but this is just nonstop stupid after another stupid thing. It's like when they figure out their objective, why are you, you're 10 feet from like where you came in? Why don't you just take, I don't know if I should b- spoil it, but why can't you just leave? But the guy who has the secret objective goes back into the hotel and has to fight his way out again. I'm like, wait a second, you're right next to where you came in. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little things like that. Like, uh, where is it? Where the, the alpha zombie is fighting them, and they, they, they get away in a helicopter, so he has to get down the hotel into onto his zombie horse, which looks amazing, and he somehow he beats them to their next objective, which he doesn't know where they're going. He can see. Yeah, well, I mean, I he's guess he's put it. It's in the fucking air, He's Steve. He's in front of them in the next shot. They're flying by. Okay. Hmm. Disconnect your brain. You may enjoy Army of the Dead, and maybe you're going to roast the fuck out of us in the comments on YouTube <laughs> or whatever, which is fine, because I love that. I like, I like the interaction with people, and I, 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 I value people's, like, saying, you're a fucking moron. This is yeah. why. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong, and I'll go back and look at it. But I watched it at the theater, and I had to apologize to my girlfriend, because she's just with the most angry look on her face. <laughs> She's like, I could be home watching The Prowler, because <laughs> we were doing we were doing a, a podcast homework, and I was like, I am so sorry. She's like, Yeah, I could be home watching The Prowler right now. Yeah, I mean, I've had some upsetting things like that in the theater. I wouldn't yeah. saw the happening. Oh, did you in the theater? <laughs> in the theater, in the theater, killer uh, plants. So so fucking pissed. Well, I was like, trying to be open minded with that. We're like, because I like Day of the Triffids, but go ahead. Be like, oh, don't get happened. <laughs> is that Mark Wahlberg was his scientist? Yeah, yeah, with a really high pitched voice. He's guys. like, I don't, I don't like, even hey remember. Guys, I'm a scientist. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't even remember. I think I blocked it out like a traumatic incident. <laughs> it's just buried. It'll come out when I'm 60. Well, I mean, I like John Linguizamo. I like the cast. Uh, I don't I like, remember that either. I'm not a Shyamalan fucking hater. Uh, I, you know, I get it, but. After a while, you're you're just sitting there waiting for the twist. But I mean, I didn't watch that recently. Like I said, it was in the theater. Oh, you just brought it up because yeah. we're talking about it's shitty movies. Going <laughs> shitty, <laughs> shitty movies in the theater. Yeah. What I'll, did you watch recently? I watched the new Conjuring movie. Oh yeah, because it's it on the devil HBO. Made me do it or something. Yeah, it was, it was all right. The devil told me to or something. Yeah, I mean, it's got some cool cool effects in it. Yeah. Lots of CG. You can definitely tell it's not directed by Juan. No, it's it, the, the the beginning of it's pretty intense, and then it just sort of lulls down. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of scenes in it where like. People are seeing like somebody possessed by the devil, and they don't run. <laughs> they're just like they're like watching somebody float. And they're all just like, "What the fuck?" It's yeah, like, no. no, man. It's like an SNL skit, like <laughs> with Richard Pryor. And yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just popped in my head. It's just like these people have no. There's no skin in this game, man. You can fucking run. You don't even know this guy. Yeah, bye. Like you just work at this insane asylum. You should probably leave. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how big your insurance is, but you should probably get the fuck out. You get a yeah. union break, and now's the time to do it. Oh my but, god! But you know. It wasn't that bad of a movie. It was, it, it was nice. It was good for a free movie because it was on HBO. So oh, okay, that's yeah. the only thing I, I, I just watch movies on TV, and I watch more old movies recently than than anything. That's what so. I've done. I, I've since uh, you know being a pandemic, I'm not going out spending all my money at bars. I had a lot of extra money, so I took advantage of like all the sales going on on like uh, like Arrow and Vinegar oh, yeah. Syndrome stuff like that. So Severin. Severin, yeah, I got some good. That's like, I got some cool stuff recently. And uh, last weekend, I watched Nightmare Sisters, which is worse. Even I had I had low expectations. Like I liked it as a kid. As a kid, yeah. yeah. I don't but, think I've seen that one. Uh, it's I a Lene Quigley, Brink Stevens, yeah. and Michelle Bauer film. It's entertaining. I like. Yeah. It. I mean, I like it. It's but um, that and I watched uh, this like Spanish movie called Don't Panic, which is this guy has a Ouija board. And for his seventeenth birthday, <laughs> and his friend Tony gets uh, fun. possessed by the devil. So his friend Tony has like a Freddy Krueger face chasing him around and killing people through the movie. And the guy is seventeen years old, and he wears dinosaur pajamas throughout the entire movie. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you've seen it? No, no, I haven't seen it. He just I've has those pajamas. No, somebody, some, <laughs> some other, some other studio. Maybe, maybe it was Severn or somebody. Well, yeah. somebody, they put out the pajamas. Oh no! You can, oh, you, can awesome. buy, you can buy the pajamas. So I've seen a bunch of people post about them. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's from a movie that I haven't seen. 
and his, yeah. his best friend's name is Tony. So at the entire movie, he's like, Tony, no. <laughs> oh, that's <gonna> fucking annoying. <laughs> it's so funny. But, but uh, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, as far as other movies, man, I've just been trying to go back. Like, they're putting new stuff. I stopped watching, like, movies they put up on Shutter that I haven't seen in a while. You stopped? Well, I stopped went during the last driving season because I don't want to do what I've done historically and watch a movie and then it shows it and Joe Bob shows it the next week. So there's, like, Frankenhooker and, like, all these other movies that I wanted to see that Rachel's never seen. She's seen Frankenhooker, but she's never seen, like, Black Roses. And I'm like, oh, you have to watch this movie. You have yeah, to. Yeah, Black Roses is a 10. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. You yeah. Can, We've she, talked about it before on our heavy metal yeah. Uh, yeah. episode, which you're on. Yeah. yeah. She has to know who Lizzie Borden is. <laughs> That's good stuff. Before uh, I even knew who the fuck that band was, I knew that song. Yep. Yeah. And they are not even the same kind of band anymore. No. I, no. They, it's way different. They came back out in like 2006 or something. Are they grindcore now? What do you, you said? <laughs> no, it's, I don't know. They're like, it's kind I'm gonna of. stop taking a drink before I let you all talk. It's like modern glam rock, I guess. Modern glam rock. What, the fuck is, what is modern glam rock? I don't know. Like, it's You're not as music. He got rid of the. They get rid of the big teased hair and everything, and oh, like bummer. died at black. I was gonna like, say they all have like Karen cuts now. He looks like, like oh, your manager. He looks yeah. like the crow. Like me see your manager. Oh my! He looks like the crow, like the comic crow with the big hair or the fucking. I think he just saw the crow and was like, I think this is what. The kids are still into. Oh God! <laughs> Jeez. Looks like Sting. He's got it. He's got right? to be in his fucking sixties, right? Oh yeah, he's got to be old. I but they come. I think they put out like two albums and since like the two thousand five or something. That there's nothing worse than like an aging glam rock person. Like, <laughs> yes. It's it's pretty fucking bad. I remember yeah. it's like I saw Skid Row like in the nineties and their fucking bass player, like he just had this like. Really poofed up hair, but he had a bald spot <laughs> in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, and you could see it through the through the hair. It was because he was blonde. Uh, didn't didn't hide shit. Weird. Now I have a thing about watching older people on a stage. I, I everyone when like they do like a reunion tour, I'm like, oh, I get excited. But like I remember when I went and saw Saxon. They opened for was it fucking eight, uh, um, oh my god. Uh, oh fucking Ace of Spades. My brain's Motorhead. On yeah, they opened for Motorhead, and it was a such a bummer. And I'm like, wow, this is not the sax that I remember. Yeah, Ben Byford. He's like, he was really trying to get the crowd into it. And I was man. like, yeah, man, these kids are here to see Lemmy before he dies, uh, which was an amazing show. But I just didn't want Lemmy to fall off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> he forgot the, the lyrics to Ace of Spades. Sure That's how God. this was like the last few shows before he passed away. And I was, was really I don't fun. give a fuck if you remember any of the lyrics, man. You're yeah. a god. Don't don't fall off the stage, man. Yeah. Even Ozzy's got the lyrics on the screen in front of him now. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a teleprompter. He's got a teleprompter with this with the lyrics to Crazy Train, and I'm like, Oh, I was gonna make that joke, but it's true. Uh, yeah. Fuck. He's then I. I mean, I'm not gonna give him shit for it. He's probably. I mean. He he's Richard Donner age. He's, man. A, he's old man. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be like you should he's know a, the lyrics to these yeah, songs. He's done a lot of drugs. Yeah, he's got a lot of holes in his brain, sir. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be like a uh, like an animatronic version of him. Yeah, but we won't be able to know because it's going to be so good. They'll have it's the like, money to make it look good. However much longer Sharon Osbourne can like prop him up on stage and keep milking money out of him. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> meal tickets, meal tickets, Ugh. fucking Ozzy, Ozzy rules, man. I was I was a big fan of Ozzy during his. Uh, Ultimate Sin and uh, Bark of the Moon. That was my. I guess that's when I first listened to them. But yeah. fuck it, let's just talk about our old days, man. Uh, since this is our one year anniversary, I thought it'd be fun to talk about what got us into the genre. Your memories of like the first time you pulled a fucking BHS out of a, out of a your mom's basement. I don't know, depending on what kind it was. <laughs> Maybe some of these memories won't be good, but you know, I thought it'd be interesting to do that. 
So why don't you uh, start, Steve? Hell no, I'm going last. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, I guess I'll go first then. Yeah. I mean, for me, it all started. When did it start? It's probably I've told the story before when my mom showed me The Exorcist. Probably started there. Yeah. Like, this is real. The devil's gonna get you. I don't know if it was to make me feel, you know, yeah. scared or what. But I mean, that and you know, having an older brother that was, you know, much older than me. He'd get to rent movies. I remember watching. I remember getting so hyped for Predator Two when it came out. And, oh my gosh! And like watching that and just seeing the gore and that and just going from there because you know everybody had you seen Predator One yet? No. See, that's even better because you don't know if you're, you don't have anything to compare it to. You just had a disc. And Danny Glover was in it, dude. Predator Two is awesome. <laughs> I don't care. I like that movie. Yeah, I like it better watching it more now than I did back. I always compared it to the first one. You know when I watched him out. It's good. Nah. People wanted to see Arnold, and that's what ruined it. But if you don't think about that, if like you, you got exposed to it before Arnold, you knew that he were they were a pair. You're not yeah. you're not disappointed. It's, it's Gary Busey being Busey before yeah. he's fucking Busey. Yeah, Danny Glover. Danny Jack, Glover's a badass. Man. Bill Paxton, <laughs> R.I.P. Baby. Yeah. He's in that. He's great. He's he's playing him kid's character in every fucking Alien movie, <laughs> like Alien and Terminator. He's those fucking characters. He's not yeah, even known man. as Bill Paxton yet. Hmm? Well, you know, I I remember seeing movies like that and. and and one thing I do actually remember, I was in elementary school, and Child's Play 2 had just come out, I think. When, what year did that come out? Dude, you're asking me. I don't know. You got a computer in front of you if you look at that. I do. I'll do the computer thing this week. I think it was in like fifth grade or something like that. And somebody had put a Child's Play sticker on the back door of our, of our school. So when you go out of recess and you come back in, you see like Chucky with the, uh, the hedge clippers. Cutting off the uh, yeah, cutting off the, the jack head. in the box. Yeah, the jack in the box. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. Oh, I know somebody who has that sticker. <laughs> so it was just on the back. I of have the, the door. book. It's yeah. a novelization. That it was part three came out. Yeah, it was on the back of the door of of, of the school, and uh, I just remember seeing it and scaring the shit out of me all the time because I'd never seen these movies. Like, why is this doll trying to kill everybody? Is Teddy Ruxpin going to kill me too? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where, where's my buddy? <laughs> like, so I had the my buddy doll. It freaked me the fuck out when I saw Child's Play, even though I was older at the time and I shouldn't have that doll anymore. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but you know things like that, movies that, that that brought me into it, and then you know even that with 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 comic books, you know, seeing like uh, well, Werewolf by Night, and you know seeing like Fangoria magazines on yeah. the stand, Werewolf by Night, hell yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, but like I remember going to like you know Value Mart, and my mom would just be like, "I'm gonna shop, go fuck off over there," and just go. When back. you could do that with your kid, yeah, yeah, you just, you just go you didn't sit, know go that sit that in the, the next aisle is gonna kill you. Yeah, just go sit in the magazine aisle. I mean, yeah. Adam Walsh happened, but whatever. They had yeah. three kids. They could, they could afford to get rid of one we of them. We were still in the illusion that everything was fine. Yeah. We, now we just know it's all fucked. <laughs> but like there would always be like a Fangoria there. And you could, oh, yeah. You, 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 and they, they weren't wrapped or anything. You just open it and start reading it and look at all the gross stuff. I remember there was a was it Fright Night 2 was in one of the issues, and it was Amanda Beers where she had the big fucked up face. Oh, no, that's, that's part, part one. That's part, part one. Yeah. one yeah. yeah, that's part one. Yeah. I remember seeing one and had that and, you know, those and the Fright Flix cards and shit like that. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of like random exposure to me when I was of, of horror when I was when I was at a young age, so that that sort of got me into it. And the older I got, you know, I got more curious. How so, young were you when you first saw The Exorcist? Though I know you've talked about it, but I, you, I don't think you've actually told us what like how young you were because like parents in the eighties were not the same. Like, yeah, it's all, it's on TV. Go ahead. I think it was like eight. Yeah, it was fucked up because I couldn't watch. Yeah, I couldn't it. watch. Think about that. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't watch RoboCop. 
But you know, this but one you had, could watch the Exorcist. Yeah, it had religious undertones. Oh, get the fuck out! <laughs> I remember you talked about you have talked about that in a few uh, like a, a co- podcast. Before. Yeah, because it fucking scarred me. Yeah, it did. I your love mom, that. Your mom was just like, "See, see, it happens, <laughs> right?" See what happens. Get you. Uh, she was she was sneaky like that too. She always used to tell me like you know like if you say anything you you know get, get if you're bad you can always go to a home. You know, go 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 live with the adopted. The unadopted. you're gonna live in a home. Yeah, <laughs> no, a home. Just like go live with the uh, at the uh, the orphanage with all of the kids. Like child's play too. Send <laughs> <laughs> right. right. you to military she school. Had, she tried right. to send me to an, an orphanage, and then she would she would follow it up when I was really young. Be like, you know, Santa Claus doesn't visit orphans. <laughs> Are you serious? Dave's mom is actually a sweet person. But fuck, Dave. She had some mental games going on there. Yeah, I think parents do that anyways. They it's just. Maybe they learn it from, obviously they learn it from their, their parents and parents, and it's just like wives, wives' tales, all that kind of shit. It's like, eat this fruit or you're going to get scurvy, my mom would say. I'm like, what the f-? First off, what's scurvy? Yeah. It sounds scary. You grow up on a boat. <laughs> hey, what does that have to do with fucking grapefruit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Am I going to get barnacles? <laughs> I don't know what this shit is. But yeah, and, you know, it went over... Over time, you know, it was going to the video store, and then I would go, my mom would take us to the drive-in every week. Yeah, and if you haven't heard about Dave's video store episode, go back and, or uh, part, go listen to whatever, our VHS Nightmares episode. <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, going to the drive-in every week and then just seeing whatever was there. That's like I said before, I was exposed to Army of Darkness there, which got me into Evil Dead, which made me want to find things. And for me, it was like, more of like an obsession, like, I'll start, I'll find something, and it's a sequel, and I'll go back. And and find those movies, or I'll talk to friends, like you know, and that's what a lot of people I think did. They'll they'll find this movie and they'll show it to their friends, like, "Hey, have you seen this?" Yeah, and you'll rent it, and you'll rent it several times. And there were several movies that I would do that too. So it's it's it, it, that's where it all started for me, and you know, just being a collector and like you know into the comic book aspect. You know, Tales from the Crypt came out. That really sort of brought it forward a little bit more, and then it was more acceptable for me to like bring these movies home. And I, you know, honestly, I've got to get a lot of credit to Full Moon too. Oh yeah, Full Moon's a gateway for a lot of kids <laughs> because I remember it looks fun. Yeah, yeah, you'd go to Roadrunner Video and pull out the book. They had a book of uh, movies that were coming out, the Coming Soon book, and you would sign your name on it, and they would call you when they got it in, and then you'd come up and rent it. And I just fucking like every like horror film, I just write my name at the top. And then my mom would, they'd call, and my mom would be like, all right, your movies are in, apparently. What? And we'd go Man, rent, like. They didn't have that at my movie store. That's, that's what sucks, I was saying. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? It was a waiting list? It was that's a awesome. reservation book. That's badass. So, you know, I would just, like, every everything is said full moon, I would just get. Right. You know, all the puppet masters, subspecies, yeah. things like that. And Kiss of the, what is it, Kiss of the Beast? <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's the, oh, it's not good. We talked about it before. <laughs> and, you, and, you know. Not good for children. 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 Not to children. be killed by your children. <laughs> But I mean, you know, that should be a movie, by the way. You know, and as it, as it as it went on, you know, just just from talking to people, and you know, obviously we've talked about it before where I worked in a video store, and that exposed me more. But that was that was when I was, you know, much. I was like nineteen when I started that job. So, um, yeah. Wow, but, what an awesome job at nineteen years old. Yeah, yeah. Just like go rent whatever you want. Yeah. Just fucking just. We're gonna pay you five dollars an hour, which is a lot back then. It's just yeah. It was, I think it was minimum wage, but you know, well, that tells you how much it was. I remember when I made six dollars an hour. I was like, "Holy shit!" She so was like, "Back in my day, it back was in a, my day, you were just dead." Two seventy five. Fuck you. A month. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have any friends that, dro- that 
kind of drew you into it, or was it always just your, like your older sibling well, and your, I, your parents trying to like, fucking make what, you not have? When I got into high school, it was sex. more. more <laughs> when I got into high school, it was it was it was more of you know friends showing me stuff, you know, or, or some of our mutual friends like you know um, Buckley. He would he would show me you know fucking Ice Cream Man. He'd always want to watch that. Yeah. Show me the movie Parents. You know, yeah. Buckley. We had on our very fr- our second episode ever. Uh, he, we did the Hillbilly and Redneck Horror yes. episode, and he was our guest on that. That's who Dave's talking about. He just passed away, actually, uh, two weeks ago. So, Rip Buckley. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll watch Parents sometime. Yeah. I'll just watch it and pretend you're there with me. So, but, you know, like, friends in high school, and it, 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 it from from there, you know, and also getting into, like, the death metal genre, like, finding those albums, that sort of helped, too, because, I mean, I, I bought my first Cannibal Corpse album, which was Butchered at Birth. The fucking album covers. Because of the fucking album covers. Yeah, I, like, I used to just stare at those album covers. That would go over, like, the metal section of Camelot Music in the mall. Oh, yeah. And yeah. just be like, oh, my God, I can't, what does this sound like? I was, yeah. like, in the third grade. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this must be crazy. And back then, you were rarely disappointed by the music, at least. Yeah. yeah. Like, for me, Kiss, I couldn't wait to listen to Kiss, and I was like, well, fuck. Yeah. This is just rock and roll. Or I got my problem was it was a disco album. Yeah, it just had to be the fucking disco <laughs> album that I picked up. Or no, my sister gave it to me. She's like, "Yeah, you're not going to be, you're not going to be happy." You've got- <laughs> That's this disco album. I mean, but I found a lot of albums like that. I mean, uh, uh, Death uh, Human. You know, like oh, yeah. Napalm Death. We were just talking Napalm. about Napalm Death before we got on the air. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, and you know that sort of goes to the horror genre too, because I mean, you still, you know, you get a lot of gore bands that that yeah. use a lot of gore samples. guts. Yeah, you get you get a lot of bands that use samples from fucking Evil Dead. Evil Dead is on like every album, I think, a death metal album yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere, Deicide did the Dead by Dawn song. Oh my god, yeah. And you know, and it's it's always I always thought it was really fun, like because I heard a lot of these albums before I saw the movies of of, of the. Of, the, the, a lot of these horror films, and when you're watching a movie and be like, "Oh, oh, I know that, I know that, I know that sound, I know that it's scream what or whatever," yeah, you sample. Know, because a lot of people use the uh, white zombie special. Those first two albums, holy oh, shit! Yeah. yeah, you know, some people I've I've heard on several a couple albums where people uh, sample Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the very beginning with the the, the, the camera, noise, the, the camera noise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh hell yeah! That's been on. Or uh, fucking Primus did it for a dog wheel hunt on one of their oh, songs. Yeah. So was yeah. it? Jerry, Jerry was a race car driver. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how horror films, was, horror fan be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I was watching Cannibal Ferox the other day, and there's a scene in that. Of course you were. Just where some guy, the guy turns around and goes, get off my case, motherfucker. <laughs> Which is, and I was like, I know this. And it was, it's an electric wizard song, and I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so little things like that. I mean, but I mean, overall, like, it just, like I said, it started when I was, re- when I was really young, and it's, it's progressed over the years. And, you know, with conventions and everything for me, you know, it's just gotten bigger and bigger and the thing is is like i like to be exposed to new movies and i'll be pretty honest about them um you know some some movies are just trash but they're hot trash yeah i love a good hot trash (laughs) yeah i mean it's just i i love i think my love for like like just bad horror films just stems from like everything made in the 90s (laughs) like all the direct-to-video movies made in the 90s yeah oh god well we were just talking about that because that was the last episode about uh the shot Shot on video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the shot yeah. on video stuff. See, I've never been. See, a big direct fan. to video and shot on video. If you don't know the difference, is it's completely different. Like if something that's released to video. Like nowadays, people don't, I don't even know if they understand the difference because of streaming yeah. services. They don't yeah. know. It's like this never got a release. Yeah, it's, it maybe hit a couple of film festivals. It's lucky, and then they sold it. If they got, if even then, like, some, sometimes they just give it to like hopefully somebody will see it. Yeah. So you know, I think the and shot on video is me and you in a camcorder. Yeah. <laughs> Shot on video. That's like the uh, 
the guy who did uh, Black Devil Doll from Hell. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. He was selling those movies out of his trunk of his car. Like in Alabama, I think, or George, wherever he lived, yeah. it was like, yeah, he was just selling copies of that out of his trunk, and people were like, "Man, I gotta see this movie; it's crazy." And he was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'll just make some more copies of it and sell it to you." <laughs> Shot on video, yeah. yeah. Say so like full moon, full moon towards in the nineties. They were not; those weren't getting released on theaters. They were shot. They were shot, made, made a little money, and then you know, shipped right to the the video stores. Direct to video. Yeah, direct to video. Yeah, that was my shit, man. That was my jam. I love yeah. those. Awful movies. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Come on. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, a lot of these things, a lot of the stories that we've talked about in the past few episodes or this last year, we're going to kind of touch back on, but maybe we can expand upon them. I always talked about, I've talked about it many times, is when I, the first horror film that I remember seeing with my parents allowing me to see it was Terror Train. And it fucked my world. How old? How old were you? Let's see. It came. It was on. It was on cable, so it was not. It was on VHS. I'm gonna say like seven or eight, maybe. Not even. Maybe not even that. I mean, I was young, and my sister was just laughing. And then that was the night that my parents decided to be cool to scare me with a Halloween mask, and they were just fucking. It was awful. Fuck them. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> no, it was terrifying, and they're just running around the house, chasing me door to door, hiding in closets. I'm trying to crawl under the fucking sofa. Uh, and hide under the bed, and they're all, it's like they're throwing, like, if I, maybe my memory's fucked, but I remember them just basically trading off this fucking Halloween mask, and me like, Steve's over there. I'm like, fuck you, family. <laughs> That's why I'm so screwed up today, and I've got a Terror Train uh, poster on the wall behind Dave right now. You gotta face your fears, Steve. Uh, not a fan of Groucho Marx. <laughs> no, motherfucker. <laughs> I, think, I think it was David Copperfield that did it to him. David Copperfield. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who he was, and then when I, he did a television special, if you know, uh, David Copperfield plays the magician in Terror Train. Uh, he's kind of like a red herring character. And then he did a t- TV special like in the er, like the late 80s. I was like, holy fuck, made it's the, the Terror Train guy. He made the Statue of Liberty disappear. That's right, he did. Yeah. <laughs> he did some card tricks. It's like, put your hand on the TV, now do this. And I was so fucking dumb. I was like, oh my God, he did it. Just yeah. like, no, it's just fucking probability, man. Um, then, you know, when I got older, my sister pretty much helped shape my, what I thought music should be. She was like, no, 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 that sucks. You're a fucking pussy. Here, listen to Iron Maiden. And, and gave me my first uh, King Diamond album, Abigail. She's like, here, you fucking pussy. Nice. That's, you know, yeah. she may not, she may de- deny that now, but that's how she talked to me <laughs> when we were little kids, okay? <laughs> I had like Ozzy and Motley Crue, like hit parader posters on my wall. And she's like, <laughs> What is this shit? I was like, well, do you let me listen to that too? And she's like, well, now I'm in high school, pussy. <laughs> uh, I remember, uh, you know, renting, uh, getting my first uh, uh, tapes I was allowed to take home from my dad's store and going to my friend's house and watching Evil Dead and us just freaking the fuck out. Things like that I'll never forget. Uh, but the thing that got me into the genre is my mother. The most. My dad just was like, "Oh, go watch, go watch whatever." Conan the Barbarian's on in the other in the other room. We had like the living room and then like the TV room. Remember that? It's the yeah. room that has like the big, huge TV that doesn't work anymore, and you yeah. put the other TV on top of it. The den. <laughs> yeah, the den. The den. That's it. Yeah. It. <laughs> what a weird place. It was yeah. probably brown and had green carpet, right? My, my mom did smoke, and my dad like fucking pipes and shit. So yeah, probably like, was that really cheap paneling in there? Yeah, it smelled like <laughs> yeah. a Stephen King book or something. I don't know. Uh, I had those kind of memories. Those those are things that um, I'll just you, you don't forget. Uh, watching uh, late night TV with my mother, you know, she'd pass the fuck out 
and I'm by myself basically basically watching a black and white TV, and it's uh you know it's it's Universal Monsters or uh, a Val Luton movie who I didn't even know who the fuck Val Luton was at the time. I'm like I'm freaking out. Thanks, mom. Yeah. I just remember every time I was exposed to it, it's kind of like listening to Eli Roth talk about when he was watching movies. He'd go throw up, but then he couldn't stop watching. Like these movies were freaking me out. Yeah. Because I didn't understand the fantasy aspect. Aspect. People are like, oh, you know, my son understands. It's like. They're gonna act like they understand that this naked woman just got chopped up into little pieces and be like, "It's cool," but yeah. they are. That's like that woman just got chopped up into little pieces in front of them. They they don't get it. I lied. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I get it." Yeah, I understand. I got a hard on, and now I want to go throw up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got a weird boner right now. <laughs> right, uh, scare rows. Uh, and I was lucky. Uh, a lot of the because my parents divorced pretty early on, and I was I was I lived in two different ends of town. It's like the good side, quote unquote, and the bad side, quote unquote. It's just it's just living conditions. It's bullshit. Uh, but I had horror fr- uh, freak friends on both sides of town, and it depends on who had money that night, what we or what how much money somebody was able to. Steal from their aunt, their parents, or whatever, we could go actually see a movie in a theater and sneak in, and they didn't card us. You know, those kind of memories are fucking great. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I had I had horror friends, and they were like way above me. And this is before the Tarantino era of, of like horror nerd. Like these guys knew every word and every. And I was like, I want to be like these guys. They're like a cu- couple of years older than me sometimes, and I was like, oh, they know every word to Return of the Living Dead. Like, how the fuck do I get to be like that? <laughs> so I, what I did. Yeah, I remember I made a note of this because when I knew we were going to do this episode, like I think two months ago, is what I before I could afford a VCR uh, a player or recorder didn't matter. Uh, I would record the movies off of cable on on a fucking boombox. <laughs> I'm not kidding, and listen to the audio over and over and over as if it was the movie in my head. And I'd lay in, you know, I didn't have a stereo at the time because I just had this shitty fucking radio that recorded, you know, had like the big red button, you yeah. know. <laughs> I did and that. I would push play and I would just listen to my old audio recordings of Fright Night, Return of the Living Dead, and The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Those three movies I had on audio because, you know, it was like the, the Memorex, you record like eight hours. On, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I did. I did that with episodes of Married with Children when I was a kid. <laughs> I was just allowed to listen to weird, dude. I, I like it. Because it was funny, and I was like, oh, it's something funny to listen to when I'm in the car. <laughs> I mean, I fall asleep watching movies sometimes. the same thing. I have to watch movies and fall asleep. Every girl I've ever, I've ever even lived with or married to, I was like, you know, you're in for it, right? Because I have to watch a movie like it's comfort food. It has to be on. I have to know it by heart, and it's kind of like background noise. It doesn't have to be loud. Yeah. It just has to be. If I wake up and go, oh, I love Hound of Baskervilles, and then just pass <laughs> the fuck out. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, the Hammer version. I watch that all the time with Peter Cushing. Ace, That's what do you got? Well, mine's different because you, you all grew up in a bigger city. I grew up in like a redneck town in the middle of Kentucky, and we the didn't have didn't have a book. No, I didn't have a book. <laughs> like Roadrunner? Yeah, we That's didn't have- That's the one around uh, this area that had that. We didn't have like any chains. We had like we didn't have a movie theater there. Like if you want to go to the movies, you had to drive one town over like 30 minutes away. So I only ever got to go watch movies on like special occasions. Um, so most of mine comes from like when I was very little. My mom, there was a video store in town called like Video 85. And I guess he called it that because it started in 1985. Somebody's listening to this and they're going to write a story about <laughs> yeah. it. It's going to be a movie. And he had a tanning bed in the back, and my mom would go there. Oh, my God, it's the Trancers. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go together. <laughs> it's the Trancers movie. Go yeah. Ahead. He had a tanning bed in the back, and my mom would go to get in the tanning bed, and she would just be like, hey, hang out here for 15 minutes while I'm in the tanning bed. So I would just walk around his movie store looking at movies. So I would just pick up all the boxes and all the ones that I wanted to watch for, like, the crazy – 
like horror movies with like the like the best covers and the best artwork. And oh those, yeah, we've we've talked about that yeah. before too, and especially video box. Those man. always made a whole episode. On and that, the yeah. two the two that I remember the most from when I was a kid going to that movie store was he had Faces of Death Part Two. Which has the cover with like the evil looking doctors on the front, and yeah. I was like, "Doctors aren't supposed to be evil." What it is this me movie? Of like Reanimator. Almost. Yeah, and yeah, it was super creepy. And then that cover of, um, uh, oh god, with the uh, company wolves yeah. on the company of wolves, yeah. and yeah. the, with the mouth, wolf coming out, wolf Holy coming shit. out of the mouth, oh, and dude, I was, was like, "Oh, this movie's probably crazy. I have to watch this." Yeah. yeah, what a great painting. That's a fucking painting. I used to think it was like a real, like a photograph from the movie. It's, yeah, whoever painted that, I can't. Remember. I need to find that. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, and that, and then I, that is kind of what originally got me into is just seeing the artwork, and then finally when I got old enough, where my mom would just let me rent stuff like that. Because she would just let me rent whatever as long as it didn't have, like, too much, like, a bunch of sex in it. But she didn't care about the violence in it. How do you edit that? Like, how do you, how does, does she watch it She would just you? look at the cover and just be oh, like, well, this doesn't here. look like there's a bunch of sex in it. So as long as, not. so I could, be... I could get away with renting about anything as long as it didn't have some girl with, like, big boobs on the this back of it. This movie's about camping. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah. That's it. I could rent any Friday the 13th movie because it was just like, she was like, ah, even these scary movies. And I was See? like, yeah, but there's some, like, boobs in it. Yeah. When, when, I got, when, I, when, I, when I got old enough, man, like, when I was, like, fucking 11 or 12. I mean, I had two older brothers. You just let us loose. Go to the basement and watch whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Just, you know. And we also, we didn't even have cable because my dad was just cheap. and was like, I'm not buying cable. So I got to watch Tales from the Crypt when it came on, like, Fox on Saturdays oh, nights. And syndication. Oh, yeah, and syndication. And syndication. Yeah. And it was, like, edited down. Um, so it was, like, years later when I finally bought the DVDs and, like, finally watched it unedited. And even then it was, like, just the Crypt Keeper even creeped me out watching that. Like, because even though he was funny, it was still creepy to watch him just like do that whole thing on there when I was like ten years old. Yeah, he was he was always he was always a l- little creepy, but he's but he's funny. Yeah, yeah, I'm the guy I liked it later on. But uh, yeah, it was uh, yeah going to the movie store big thing for me because like I said, like I think the first horror movie I even went to the movies and saw yeah. was when I was like fourteen. My mom was like, well. I'd, you want to go see a movie? And I was like, yeah, let's go see the new Halloween movie, which was Halloween H2O. <laughs> I saw that one in the theater, too. So me and my mom went and watched Halloween H2O together when I was 14 years old, which is a nice memory now that I think back about it. But at the time, I was just happy to just be out watching a horror movie somewhere because the only other time I ever got to do that when I was a kid was if like I was with uh, somebody else who had cool parents. <laughs> and they'd be like, we're going to drop you off in the movie theater. We'll be back later. I think everybody had that friend when they were younger where their parents would just get Give them whatever. Just like, all right, there's five of you now. You go to the basement. Again, go, going back. Exactly. Go to the basement. Watch whatever you're going to watch. Stay up all night. Drink sodas, whatever. Just don't bother us. Doritos and Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Mountain I went Dew. to my friend Jason's house. This Search. was middle school, I guess. And that's what they were just unleash us. They didn't give a shit. They were the they were the quote unquote cool parents that allow you to have like the party at their house. Like, well, we'd rather you just get shit faced at home. I'm like, Back then, you're like, yeah, hell yeah. I was like, that's awful parenting. And you could go to fucking prison for that now. <laughs> yeah, you can drink, but you have to stay here. We would have balls to the walls parties. This is the first time we ever, uh, we, everybody came over to my friend Jason's house. And, and uh, um, America, what is it? The uh, America Must Be Destroyed. No, it's the Live in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Uh, live, like, guar video. video. Yeah. It came out on VHS. He's a huge guar fan. And he was like, hey, we're going we're gonna to watch this. And... I remember that party was fucking raging. It's like if they call the cops on us, we're all going to be fucking like 
13 years old or whatever, running around half naked, drunk as fuck. People, I think people are even huffing gas out of a lawnmower <laughs> in the backyard. Don't quote, well, I guess it's too late now, but I'm pretty sure that happened. I won't say his last name because then somebody's going to look that up. But I mean, the motherfuckers that go to prison. <laughs> it was crazy parties that we had at this guy's house, but that was also the horror movie house because that on the, on the weekends, we would stay the night at his house, and when we weren't trying to kill ourselves, you know, with alcohol and gas huffing, I guess, um, we would watch nothing but nonstop horror films all weekend long, and then we'd play D and D for like eighteen hours straight, Jesus. just the two of us sometimes, and we didn't care. We were pumped up on microwaved like chicken bites right. and pizza and Doritos and Pepsi, and watching nothing but fucked up like horror films. No matter what we could, I remember. Um, it's so weird how this comes up. We're talking about horror films. Like the one I remember the most was Alien Three. He rented it and he just could not wait because he's such a huge Alien fan. And he was the one who talked to me through it because I was like, "Fuck this piece of shit." He was like, "Sit down, man. Have some pizza, <laughs> and I'll explain why it's great." Because he was like, "It goes back to the original. It's a haunted house. It's like you know one." And I was like, "Yeah, you know what? I get that. But what about the awful CG?" Okay. Have some Doritos, and I'll explain why it's okay to have shitty CG. I'm not kidding. This is that was the I remember that's like the house of horror because not because it was a terrifying place to be, but that's where we go on the weekends and have the best parties for 12 year olds. Yeah, <laughs> 14 year olds. I'll lie and say we're 14, but uh, and and goddamn yeah, I remember, I remember him talking me down for being so mad about Alien Three, and he was just like, "You have to look at it from this perspective." <laughs> but I think it's moments like that that made me who I am now. Like, goddamn it! Like when I got drunk with Greg Nicotero in a hotel party, and we were in a hallway, fucked up, and I was going off about Evil Dead Two, how it didn't match Evil Dead One, and then you got Army of Darkness, and he was just like, "Man, it's just supposed to be fun, brother. Calm down." I'm like. I'm a piece of shit. You remind me of my best friend Jason when I was 12, <laughs> huffing gas out of a fucking lawnmower. Did, uh, <laughs> did he give you Doritos as well? No, he, we were. I, I want to say it was Jack Daniels. I cannot remember. It was it was a Wonderfest, and it was a long time. It was like 98, and uh, it was it was the good old days. And Wonderfest was way more like more adult because yeah. now it's very family friendly, and that's fine. But uh, we were shit faced. The bar was still open much later, and we were. I found we. I kind of like woke up in a hallway, and he was just like sitting next to me. There were other people, but I remember I was sitting next to him, and I was just like, "Let's talk about Evil Dead too, man. Why is it like not? You know, how come it's more funny? I wasn't shitting on it. But I was just trying to, you know, continuity. And he was like, "Brother, it's just supposed to be fun, man. Let's talk about Jaws, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't know was his favorite movie." Uh, yeah, horror, man. It's it, Those memories are, I, I love it when, especially when you stir something up that I thought I forgot. And I forgot about, you know, <laughs> those fucking crazy parties. and yeah. a party. Yeah. Hey, man, have some Doritos. Calm down, Steve. <laughs> Alien down. 3 is have not as gas. bad as you think. Have it. some Doritos. Right. <laughs> this is the kid that we used to play. We used to kick a, a, a soccer ball on his roof and in the backyard and listen to the first Danzig album on 20 on his stereo. <laughs> I was like, like yeah. <laughs> it's like, little did you know he was just a gas. Figment of your imagination, right? Oh time. yeah, there was. There's no Jason. <laughs> yeah, Steve was just in somebody's abandoned house, huffing gas. <laughs> He's been doing I never it. said I was the gas huffer. I just said I'm pretty sure people were huffing gas out of a lawnmower <laughs> in the backyard. Oh, people, shit. 
over. <laughs> <laughs> Other horror nerds. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, punk so, rock party. Similar, actually. similar. No gas huffing. I well, mean, shit. We'd play Shadowrun. That's what we would. Well, do D and D for eighteen hours. But I remember we, yeah, we would we would always watch. It would, we would watch some like horror film or like play in like play role playing games, and it was <laughs> straight up copy of the movie we just watched. Right. Like that. Yeah. Be like, hey, I wrote this interesting story. Be like, this is the thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> just tell me, am I Keith David or not? Am I no? no? Okay. <laughs> You don't know if I'm the thing or not. But at the end. you know the, the same same sort of thing. I mean, we wouldn't. I was a little younger when we were doing this. So I'm sure we were uh-huh. watching. We were watching movies. I did see Commando for my first time at my buddy's house. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, it was yeah. awesome because his Commando. dad loved action movies. So we just grabbed it and just went downstairs like, let's watch Commando. Yeah, my dad was the horror. No, he was the action fantasy guy, and my mom was all about horror movies. So yeah, he was like, oh, go watch Conan in the Den. I'm like, titties and yeah. lots of fucking blood and holy shit, this is a whole orgy scene. I'm yeah. eight. <laughs> yeah, that could be another thing. Why did you get into horror movies? Titties. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, that was me. I, I yeah. rented uh, Friday the 13th Part 5 numerous times. Just oh, yeah. Because it has yeah. the great, best. Great boobs in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a child, when you're, when, you're, when you're a teenager especially, you're just like, yep, I want to watch this. And or you could rent the, the VHS from someone else, or not from someone else, but from the store, and you could see like something's getting ready to happen. Because it, it's the tracking gets oh, all yeah. fucked up from being <laughs> rewound, rewound and fast forward, but it's paused. It's like, wow, some dude is jerking off to this part. <laughs> <laughs> or it's, or, you know, or it's maybe some girl's rubbing one off, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Somebody's doing something. Anyway, tell us more about your childhood. Oh, did y'all yeah. also have the uh, one friend who had the mom who worked like third shift? And they'd be like, hey, but my mom works third shift every weekend. So you just want to come over and hang out. Yes. And you'd uh, like, so she'd be like, I'm going to work, guys. And you'd just be like, she'd take you to the store and rent a bunch of movies. And you'd just come back and then watch those. And then at midnight, you just start watching Cinemax. Right. <laughs> so Or Up All Night. Yeah, or, or USA whatever. Up All yeah. Night. Yeah. That and a- that was a lot of my childhood as well, was having the the cool friend with the mom who worked at night. And we'd go over there. She'd drop, we'd drive to the Minute Mart, the gas station. And rent whatever movies they had there, which is like a selection of maybe 30. <laughs> Whatever's on that spinning a, rack. Yeah. Half of them were horror movies. The other half were like 80s action movies. And rent those, you know, watch that, <laughs> then try to stay up and see some Skinamax at like 2 a.m. and try not to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> we can pretty much track all of our love for horror to irresponsible parenting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. And now they're supposed to be more enlightened because everything has been rated and you can you can just look it up on the, on your phone in two seconds. And back then, I would sit there, my, my, my mom and dad like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm with like the, the scene in the newspaper from Sunday night, and I'm circling every time that something's going to come on. Oh, yeah. And back when I was a kid, you didn't see horror films before like 8 o'clock at night. You oh, just yeah. didn't. They didn't show. They didn't have matinee. Sometimes, I remember later on, like in the later 80s, they, they, they started showing them maybe at noon on a, on a Saturday or something, like after Kung Fu Theater on USA or something. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is this? The first time I ever played hooky that I remember, uh, I, I stayed home and watched uh, The Final Terror, which is a really good horror film. Oh, and yeah. it was on, they, they showed it during the daytime. I was like, what the fuck? And I was freaking out again. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street. a lot Street. of stories of me freaking out. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 on a Sunday at like 2 o'clock yeah. when I was a kid. It came on like CBS or something. And that was the first time I'd actually seen that movie, which was the edited version of whatever they would show at 2 o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> but, um but even I think I was like maybe like second or third grade when I watched that, and just seeing Freddie's face like scared me back then. 
and I would have to be like one eye closed. Like, <laughs> it's like, is it over? I used to do the fingers and the ears. <laughs> I could watch it, but if, if the music got to me, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing, nothing better than being being like a child and watching a horror film and then just having fucking nightmares all night. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> and I had crazy dream skills. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't. D- I did. I actually don't have dreams hardly anymore, which is probably you. I don't know. Probably is that, a, is that an old thing? You just don't remember them. No, no I, just, I just don't. Well, I don't that remember. does happen. Yeah, it's all the medication I'm on. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but wait, why I would go back and watch all those movies and try to circle them on my thing, and then my mom, who I didn't know, was going back and going, "What movie is this? Oh, <laughs> with, oh, look that. It's 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 it's, uh, it's R, but it's got an asterisk. What's that mean?" And she would actually go look that shit up. I thought I was being sneaky and cool, but no, mom had me. She yeah. she she knew. Oh, we'd be busy, or I have to go to bed early that night. I was like, "Well, fuck! I was gonna stay up and watch this movie <laughs> called whatever, not Porno Holocaust, but something that <laughs> had a racy title that I knew I'd never heard of." That had to have like a pause button if I had a VCR. It's like, oh shit, or a TiVo back then. Yeah, they had that in the back of the TV guide. It would show all the movies playing on TV that week, and you'd always go through and try to find the ones that had a V or an N on it. That's it. That <laughs> was it. And yeah. <laughs> See, I totally forgot about that. Like they had the rating and it told you like violence, nudity, whatever, like foul yeah. language. Fucking weird. Yeah, I just always use the newspaper. Sunday it was Sunday. Sunday paper would yeah. would, be, would come out with the week's TV guide. Yeah, that God, was the uh, that was the fir- that was the original reason I watched Castle Freak the first time. Holy shit! Because I, I read a little blurb about it in the back of the TV guide where it come on like cable or something, and then the gas station up the street from us, the Quick Stop, had like Castle Freak to rent, and I rode my bike up there when I was like twelve years old and rented Castle Freak and watched it. Oh, and I was man. like, oh no, this is not what I wanted to see. <laughs> and the guy behind the counter is like, here you go, kid. Yeah, it was, no just, it was just some old lady. She was like, here you go. And I was like, here's my no, dollar. She had, she had no clue. <laughs> she had no clue. We talked about Castle Freak in our full moon episode, and yeah. woo, that's not that's a tough one to get through yeah. as a kid. And uh, that's not same, fun. I rode up there all the time. She, they would just let me rent. I rented Castle Freak. Uh, Chopping Mall was the first time I saw that movie from that gas station. Which ones did you see in order? Go ahead. Uh, I think I saw Chopping Mall first, and then I saw oh, Castle no. Freak, and then I rented that um, uh, that movie Crash. Not the Which, one from the one from David the Cronenberg? 90s. David Cronenberg's Crash. Are you serious? You ended your night like <laughs> sad. <laughs> yeah. you, 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 it's like you're way up here, and then you just keep going down. Yeah, <laughs> the fun of Chopping Mall to cancel yeah. freak to crash yeah i'm gonna give my girl a hand job with her leg wound yeah it was Jesus uh, Christ. i was i just picked up it was like well, this is nc-17 it's like oh man i gotta watch this oh this is gonna be great the woman at the counter was just like here's your movies <laughs> I was she like, had no idea riding my bike back with my movies well, nobody, nobody gave a shit about ratings i mean like people like renting movies to you didn't give a shit about ratings you just go to the theater all the time they never fucking carded you they just whatever these kids can handle it yeah they're tough there was one theater by my house that if the wrong guy was working, I wouldn't get in. He was like, I don't know if he was the manager or the owner, but he was like, no, you're not going to see. It was Halloween uh, Halloween 4, and I couldn't wait because Fangoria had put out the Fangoria about it. And we were like, holy shit, it's going to be amazing. And it doesn't matter what you think about that film. At that time, I, I could not wait. I got the novelization, so I spoiled everything for me. Yeah. And then the fucker wouldn't let me in. You son of and a bitch! That happened uh, to me and one of my buddies on a New Nightmares because he was a big like he was a big Freddy Krueger fan. And New Nightmare came out, and we went up there. <clears throat> they wouldn't let us in, so he called his dad, and his oh. dad came up there. And just, you need the guardian, yeah. yeah he, he, good. He just, he's just like, what? What are we watching? <laughs> like 
He just bought us tickets and was like, oh, I'm going in with him. And he just fucking left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go use the restroom and duck out like yeah, it's he a Denny's. He left. He was not interested in seeing New Nightmare. I think the first movie I ever saw in a theater was Ernest Goes to uh, Ernest Goes to Jail. <laughs> I think oh, it was no the shit. first movie I ever saw in a theater. That's a good one. That's yeah. Good. I think the first one I saw was like Pinocchio or some shit like that. Yeah. So, oh, really? Like the, uh, the Disney one? Yeah. Oh, it was, awesome. a, it was like a re-release or something. I went to the theater and saw that. Yeah, and this old theater who's not even around anymore. Now it's a Qdoba in in the highlands of our city. It's called oh, yeah. Uptown Theater. Oh, yeah. That's why it still looks like a movie theater. It looks like a movie theater. Yeah, that's why, because it was a movie theater I used to oh, go nice. to. <laughs> yeah, fucking Pinocchio. That's, that's depressing. That scared, that scared the shit out of my yeah, sister when we were kids. That's what I was going to get to. That's yeah. a, it has a horror element in it, yeah. especially when you're young. Yeah, it's, it scared me a little bit. Yeah, Bambi's mom pisses you, it makes you sad, and then Pinocchio's like, what the fuck? It's like Willy Wonka. He goes to that island or whatever, and those kids are sitting there, and they're all like smoking cigars and stuff. Yeah, like, don't they all become like donkeys and yeah, shit? Yeah, they all become donkeys. It's insane, <laughs> man. I'm my mother didn't lean over to you. Like, this happens for real. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, this, this is what like, happens, Dave, when you jerk off. This will happen to you, kid. You're like, see what happens when you lie, Dave? <laughs> you turn into a donkey. Well, and that kind of thing reminds me of like when I took my daughter to see Jurassic Park 2. And I think I've talked about that in the podcast before. Maybe not. I took her to see it because the first one was, you know, it's it's dark. But part two is really dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, I mean, it's, it's just raining. Forget like the atmosphere, but like it's more violent. There's more dinosaurs. And I remember she went running up the aisle. I was like, well, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I did talk about this before because now I just remember I was like, yeah, I remember saying, like, she just like went, went up the aisle. I was like, well, I guess she's not getting popcorn. She's taking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's done with your shit. Oh my God. Sometimes you think people can handle a movie, but they really can't. Well, after that experience, I was much more uh, about trying to like level out what was going to work for my kids, both of them. Uh, I had two daughters. And so the first time I let my oldest watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, I got a huge beanbag sofa. You remember the beanbag yeah. sofa. Put it in front of the TV so she couldn't escape. And then we talked about the movie beforehand, and then we watched it, and, we, I, we, and then we talked about it afterwards. So she was more of an age at that point because I tried to be like – the best parent that I could be for what I how I was very young when I had my first kid and I, I just was like I, I want to talk I want to communicate all my things that I love because you know she, go, she goes in my bedroom which is all the it's like, it's like a torture chamber yeah. <laughs> you know she's got Disney and like whatever fucking whatever was popular like uh, roly poly oly shit and then she walks <laughs> in my bedroom and goes see dad and it's like Riah! <laughs> like a black metal album. <laughs> so I'm always having to talk to her about, well, you see that chick? She's not really, that's not really in pain. But at the time, she's lying to me like I was talking about kids lie to their parents. Like, oh, yeah. I get it. And, no, I can see in your eyes and you're too, you have no idea. You got like a butchered at birth poster hanging on the wall. Yeah, at all. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. And, but I was allowed to have that my entire life. Uh, my parents let me put up anything I wanted as long as it wasn't porn. So you walked into my bedroom, and it was every album cover. It was posters, all the Fangoria, uh, Scream Greats posters. Gorezone had come out with the bigger four-panel posters. I had all that, and my mom allowed it. Uh, my first my first real horror movie uh, movie poster was Creepshow, which is behind your back, actually. The very first one I ever bought is the original Creepshow one sheet. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, but then I came home one day and it smelled like uh, I forgot some, some kind of some kind of weird shit. They they smell like a Catholic church. Yeah, her friends had come over and blessed my room. 
I'm not kidding. Like burn some sage like, or some so, shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I, I don't think they were like. I don't know if it was sage. Whatever those fuckers put in their potpourri. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's even more scary to me. It's like they're walking around pl- uh, speaking Latin and smoking up the room. I was like, well, fuck. You're the crazy one. They did that to my fucking bedroom. <laughs> but she allowed it to happen because she was also, she was like the cool mom and she was also putting up a front with the neighborhood and her friends. Were like, oh yeah, you know, my son, he's fine. He's a little weird. But, you know, if you want to go bless the room, I guess it's okay. I guess that is. Yeah. <laughs> you got lucky, man. I couldn't have any of that shit. I couldn't have posters up or Well, your mom like wanted that. you to die if you were going to fucking. Yeah. Know. I mean, I remember <laughs> yeah. I learned how to do laundry because I had a butchered at birth shirt. Like if if I threw it, she wouldn't wash it. If I threw it in the laundry, she was gonna throw it away. So oh I had, wow, I had to learn how to wash my own shirts. Thanks, Cannibal Corpse. Dave's yeah. washing his clothes in the bathtub at night, so nobody knows he's. Got- oh no, no, I just had to start doing my own laundry. Period. Oh okay, I thought it was like you know maybe like- it was just a trick. Maybe she's like, I'm gonna throw away your shirt. You gotta do your own laundry. Oh man, thank Chris Barnes for all the laundry skills you learned. No yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't remember the artist who does all their covers, but he's amazing, and I think he still does them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I got oh, I get to the point where I would start hanging my porno posters underneath my movie posters. <laughs> yeah. like, I had to be innovative. Like a flip book? Yes, like, yes. I had all mine behind. I'm talking about Elvira and Samantha Fox, that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. Not straight up like, you know, blowjobs, <laughs> like Hustler. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hustler fold out. Oh, my God. All mm. mine were behind my closet door. So oh, okay. I opened it up, I could see my cool uh, Airwalk sticker I had in there because... You know, I was born in 1984, so <laughs> airwalks were cool when I was a kid. Hell so. yeah, they were. <laughs> but they had all that stuff stuck on my on my closet door there, as long as my other like dumb whatever awful thing Marilyn Manson or whatever I was listening to when I was like seventh grade. So, uh, and then, um, yeah, I, that was the same way. I couldn't I couldn't hang up a ton of stuff in my room. One, not because my mom cared about what it was, because she was like, don't put a hole in the wall. What are you thinking? <laughs> like a pinhole? Yeah. yeah it's like, don't had... put a hole in my wall. Don't ever, like, like don't stick to the wall. You'll peel the paint off. Like, Oh, man. So I, I butchered like, those walls. Yeah. So I had just, like, sticky tack with, like, my Pink Floyd thing hanging up on the, the wall. <laughs> blue sticky tack that never really stuck. Yeah. Mm. No. I had, uh, my, my wall, my walls were post, uh, plastered with, like, you know, Megadeth and Iron Maiden posters, like those big ones that used to come out. Or, like, remember the mirrors that you would throw darts at balloons and buy and find in, like, the... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Co- the Coke mirrors. I yeah. had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bunch of those. I had an Aussie one. And I remember, like, yeah, I, I used to be able to hide things behind them. It was like, now it's porno time. <laughs> and it, all, <laughs> it was like pushing a button, all the posters would move. <laughs> I mean, that's a fantasy bullshit, but, like, yeah, I, I guess it's, yeah, a male fantasy weirdness. But, yeah, it was, but it was, at the time, it was, like, Elvira. Yeah. Or some weird sweaty butt girl you could you could buy at the rockin' shop or whatever the, before, like, they had, hot, you know, a Hot Topic. They yeah. had right. these little metal sh- stores that you could find in strip malls. High-waisted right. thongs. Yeah, that's what <laughs> it was. High-waisted thongs. Yeah, I'm playing baseball. It's like, yeah. wow. Mil- tennis tennis poster. A, a poster says study hard, and it's a chick. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah, it was bullshit. the 80s, man. <laughs> 80s were a weird fucking time, man. I have one of those mirrors at my house now, which is a Cinderella one. Has it got razor <laughs> marks on it? I don't need to look closer. I'm pretty does. sure if you found one of those used, it would just have razor cuts all oh over it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Coke mirrors. Well, now we're, uh, like recently I just watched the, the Fear Street uh, movies, the first one at least. Have you all seen that yet? No. Okay. I, it's on my list. Man, you should. It's uh, it's kind of thing where I was I knew it was gonna obviously gonna it's like the next thing that we did the seventies. Everyone was doing like seventies uh, style movies, and then eighties were big. Uh, people who were putting out movies and television shows, and now the nineties are finally hitting, and that's what this is. 
Oh man, yeah, and it's, I know the books. Well, from and, when I was a kid, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, I remember like Goosebumps." I'm like this is not Goosebumps. It's extremely violent. It's yeah, yeah, and it's Fear Street was like for teen, like older teenagers. Yeah, and definitely is. Yeah. I was and very impressed. It always had really cool artwork too in the books. People are getting being really nitpicky about the soundtrack, saying, "Well, that song didn't come out until three years later." I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's the whole vibe of the of the yeah. of the film. So I can't wait, and I think the next one goes back ten years. And then the next year, the next one goes back another 10 years. I it think. goes back like 100 years. It's like 16 Does it? yeah. 60 okay. or something. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I just watched it two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. People that bitch about like soundtracks not being proper for the time. It's just like, you don't like fun. <laughs> it's just like you just you just think. I mean, I used to be like that too. I remember yeah, you've seen Back to the Future. None of that shit makes sense when they go back to fifty five. Yeah, none of that stuff is. I mean, yeah. not all of it, but like there's things in there that I could pick out. Like that came out in like fifty eight. Wait, yeah, I used to be like that, and then I grew up. Oh, did you really? Yeah, no, I remember watching like the movie. I, I walked out of the theater. Was watching. Oh shit, what's the name of that movie? I don't know. God either. damn it! I can't even think of this. But the lighting was so fucking bad. Oh, it was the <laughs> monster. It was the monster in the uh, museum. It was uh, the relic. The relic. Yeah. Yeah. Lighting was just... they, it popped right in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the fucking lighting was so bad in the fucking movie. I'm like, it's this so is... dark. He's like, this is bullshit. I can't see anything. And I left. And then, like, you know, I was just like, man, I'm just taking this too, taking this way too fucking serious. Way too serious. It's like I'm gonna go watch a trauma film. You need some guy to talk you down, <laughs> Alien Three style. They, they <laughs> so they're like, Dave, here, eat some Doritos. Eat some Doritos. And let, let, me, let me explain why this movie's good. I've revisited it since then. It's, it's actually, great. It's actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, but and you're you right. Can turn up the contrast on your TV. So I saw it in the theater and yeah. I knew it was dark. It was really dark. It's like David Fincher dark. Talking about Alien Three, you know, yeah. his movies are really fucking dark. Yeah, uh, Zack Snyder kind of rips that off sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> or, a, or a lens flare <laughs> yeah oh man like purposely putting in lens flares is weird when you go back and watch some of those was it Brian Singer that was doing that yeah. J.J. Abrams J.J. Abrams, Abrams yeah. is the lens flare king yeah he actually has like a, a light that he puts into like flashes it into the camera lens or something while they're filming to make yeah. lens flares I'm like Okay, I mean, you know, it's just they, they didn't want that. Like Dean Cundy, when he's shooting the thing, he didn't want them to hold like the the flare up high enough to make a lens flare. He's like, yeah. he, he hated that, and that's that's a look that people think about. It's weird. Like, those fuck ups that they they despised are what makes those memory those those memories in our head. So now they're trying to re, re like create that now to get that feeling. I get it. I get that. But like when you're doing like a Star Trek movie. Like he did, like yeah. the Star Trek remake movies, and there's like a million lens flares. I'm like, man, what are you doing? This is filmed in like whatever a thousand frames per minute or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, just gotta get the feel. He's got to. He's got to have his shtick, his thing. <laughs> you know, people like Steven Spielberg. They just make good movies. J.J. Abrams, lens flares. Lens flares. Yeah. <laughs> Some people's it. things are just making good movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked. I liked Brian Singer until all that shit came out about him, and I was like, fuck. Because, oh, yeah. like, the first X Men movie's great. Uh, Usual Suspects is fucking really good. Was it Apt Pupil? He did, he did some good movies, but I don't yeah, want to talk was, about fucking That one was a red flag. Yeah. Anyway, oh. we're, we're, getting, we're getting off. We're getting off track here. Nah. But it, it's funny you bring that up, though, because, like, you know, people that grow up watching horror films become horror fans. You know, they're the, obviously the next generation, and we're seeing that a lot with, uh, you know, like, even with. Zack Snyder, you know, obviously he was a fan of horror because he did the Dawn of the Dead remake. Which is amazing. Which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, he did something good. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit that. But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it has an effect on everybody, uh, just even if it's small or if it's, or if it's big. It, you know, it makes you want to make a movie or, you know, helps you find stuff and helps you, help, helps you uh, share your love for horror, too. Because yeah. like, I know working in, in the 
video store. Like that was one of the things I loved to do. I loved to make you know get kids come in like, oh, what's a scary movie? He's like, here, watch this. And uh, generally, you were a dick though, Dave. No, not always. <laughs> not I, always. I told the story. I think I told the story about the guy I gave. He wanted something fucked up. I was like, "Well, here, here's my copy of August Underground." He never came back. Oh my god. Eh, well, he asked for it, so then take that, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, he said I could watch anything. So okay, wow. Here you go. I don't even want this movie anymore. But uh, but yeah, I think I think that's a big thing too. Like, because it's something you can bond over. Like we talked about when you're younger, you know, you get a group of friends and you bond over that. And even if it's, you know, and even now on a such, on a bigger scale, because, you know, if you look at the last drive in and how if you go to Twitter, um, if you're it's on a whole community, it's a whole community yeah. and it trends like mutant family, last drive in all that, that that trends at the very top in the top 10 when it's on. And I've even got on there and talked to people. You just talk to random people and just talk about the movies that you're watching. It's it's fun. And that's one of the things I really miss. Because when you're younger, you know, you're with a group of friends. You can you can talk about the movie that you're watching while it's on. And you're just having fun. You're not taking it too serious. It's not, if it's scary, you're, just, you know, trying to scare the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah. Everybody. The Vessel that. family. Everybody, Fuckers. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> or you just huff a bunch of gas. God damn it. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> just huff gas and watch But movies. Great but, memories. But, you know, the, the genre itself is, you know, it's gross. It's horrifying. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to scare you, but it's it's fun. That's the great thing about being a child, and especially in the let's say the nineties and eighties, is that 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 sense of like winking at the camera, whimsy. It's like the tone of a movie. People complain about tones of movies. It's like, well, it's funny and then it's scary and it's funny and it's scary. It's like, oh, you mean like Fright Night? And you're like, okay. And I was like, well, come on, man. Like the yeah. movies that came out during that time, they could be really, really gross, but they could be fun. I don't know if that was a censorship thing or they're trying to get around, like, say, Evil Dead 2. Yeah. But going, like, that that's that's a character-building thing. And then when you get older, now you're bitter and you're like, that movie sucked. It's like, that's, yeah. that's your review? I can pick apart Army of the Dead, but I, I will literally sit down and listen to someone else's talk about why they like it. I, it actually happened over the weekend with someone because I told them I rewatched it. Just try to, you know, I, I wanted to go back. My thing is if I'm going to critique something, or at least even for myself, if I listen to an album, I listen to it like 10 times. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, it has to sink into your brain. I'm yeah. that way with movies. You know, I'm not going to just be able to write it off. It's like, oh, that movie fucking sucked, and on to the next one. Because especially in this streaming society, it's it's so easy to yeah, do that. I try not to. I try not to give any hot takes about a movie until I've like until the next day. I'll let it just simmer because I've seriously gotten up for movies and be like, that was bullshit. I've stopped and, movies, and yeah, and you know, the next day I'm like, ah, maybe it wasn't that bad. Maybe I was just being too harsh. Maybe I'm in a bad mood. Yeah, if something sticks with me, I usually wait a day, and if it sticks with me and I'm still thinking about it the next day, then I'm like, that eh, was a good movie. Yeah. yeah. If But if I'm just like, God, I'm never, like, so glad I've got, I'm, I'm done with this, and you never think about it again. Because there's like, now, like, when you stream stuff, you'll stream it once, and then it's out of your queue, or whatever, right. all together, and then you never, and then it's never pops back up, you're like, oh, hey, I want to watch this again, it's always on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. So I don't think I think there's a lot of people now who just don't rewatch movies over again. Everybody just watches something once and they're done with it. Yeah. Whereas I'll rewatch stuff like twenty times. You know, it's but like a lot of people nowadays are just you know it's if you're just streaming One stuff, it's not on. You you watch it once and you're done. Yeah, and that, that makes me kind of sad. But uh, maybe it's always been that way. Maybe it's just me and my friends are different. Yeah, my friends maybe, as yeah. in horror people. Yeah, you know. Uh, but 
I don't know people who like go, they'll buy Titanic and do they really watch it like 10 times? Like I watch Terror Train? No. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't awesome. know. There's probably somebody out there. There's probably somebody who's now a grandma and like, I, I, bought, the, I bought the two tape version the two, of Titanic. Yeah. Version. <laughs> yeah. And that like, in the fucking Pearl Harbor and watched it. I was like, God damn, oh, grandma. Yeah. I was like, when I first watched American Psycho the first time, I was like, this movie is crazy. And I went to the movie store and rented it over and over again to show it to every single one of my friends. I was like, right. you have to watch this movie. It's insane. <laughs> like, that, he drops a chainsaw on somebody. It's like, awesome. <laughs> and there's so many levels to that film that you might not even get. Yeah, that, it was like years later when I got older, I read the book and then like went back and I was like, oh, there's a lot more layers to this movie than there I is. realized. That's that. how funny, you don't realize how funny that movie really is sometimes. Yeah. Like I've seen, I've done people who've watched it and they're either disgusted or they're really into it, but the people who are disgusted, I'm like, well, what made, what pissed you off besides some of the violence, which is not that bad really. Yeah. It's mostly implied. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's horrific as fuck. I mean, when he's beating a fucking homeless person, yeah. that, that's fucked. Like, yeah. oh, you think that's funny, Steve? I was like, oh, okay, no. I don't think yeah. that scene is funny. <laughs> I have to explain that the, the whole mood of the film is is black comedy. Yeah. So, I mean, ugh, it's tough. It's tough to talk to people about movies. So it's good. I think the horror genre is a place that's like it's like a little nest egg, and it's it's so big now, especially for the internet. There's so many pages, so many places to go. You're talking about Twitter. Uh, we, I'm, we're on we're on a Slasher now. The Gore Club is. Uh, there's so many. These, that Slasher is amazing. If you have not been onto that platform, it's nothing but like people are like, "Hey, are we drinking tonight?" And, and they'll everyone pick a movie, and it could be thousands of people, and they'll all talk about these little bitty things. It's great. It's kind of like the TikTok, like how TikTok reaches so many people with like just one little quick video. Slash is kind of that way for like a t-shirt design I've got. And then people, and then I'll get, I'll get a thousand extra views. I'm like, what the fuck? It's crazy. And everyone's talking about a movie or something they're going to do that night. And it seems like, it seems, because the Slash is still kind of new, it seems like everyone's on the same page. Everyone is not being, uh, they're not being nitpicky. They're not shitting on anybody yet. It hasn't gotten that oh, big. Oh, you wait. They'll oh, get it there. will. They'll get there. The trolls that'll come in and be like, it will. Serbian film is the most artistic film ever <laughs> made. Well, I mean, it, that, that, that could be valid for some people. Yeah. I, I learned about Slasher through Mark Patton, who was in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. And he was talking about it. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then uh, we were talking about getting on different pl- uh, different apps and, yeah. and platforms. Uh, you talked about Twitter. And then I think Derek brought something up. And then I think I got on Slasher. And I was like, wow, it's a breath of fresh, fresh air. So that was my thing. But going back and, li- and talking about your memories and... It's been great, man, talking to, talking to you all about being a child and being fucked up. Being I don't huff gas, by the way. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> Steve's gas huffing memories. <laughs> None of this is actually happening. Maybe he's just here by himself. Oh, There's shit. There's actually a gas leak in the house. Goodbye, oh. everybody. Talking about the end of American Psycho, it's like nothing happened here. Well, I'm going to sign up for Slasher. I want to see if anybody will talk to me about Rapid Grannies. <laughs> wow. Wow, nobody's talked about that movie in forever. As I just they, remember the VHS. It's a trauma film, right? Uh, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think so. I think so they're, it is. they're playing it at that fest I'm going to next. Oh, the VHS? Uh, next weekend. Uh, yeah. VHS fest Sweet. in Pennsylvania. They're that playing is, Rabbit Grannies. Yeah, that's that awesome. That is amazing. I dated a girl, and that was her favorite movie. That should have been my first red flag. <laughs> Whatever, man. Oh, fuck. Well, this was a good episode, guys. It might be kind of short, and it... it if you're interested in what we're talking about, it's great. Uh, please comment and tell us your favorite stuff, favorite memories. That It's so fun to reflect upon. It, my childhood wasn't great, but I remember thinking like how good it was because I had my little horror guys. 
I, you yeah. know, I remember saving up money and buying my first VHS tape, which was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I still have that cassette recording audio because I couldn't afford a fucking VHS. <laughs> I had VHS collection before I had a VCR, besides before my dad started doing the stores. Like, that kind of stuff. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, these kind of memories are great, so I'm glad that we uh, did this episode. Dave, yeah. you want to wrap anything up, or you guys have any closing uh, memories? I mean, your, memories of your monsters. first VHS was a lot cooler than mine. The first one I bought was like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. That's great, though. <laughs> I think Kevin Costner. Alan Rickman is the shit. He he carries that whole movie. Yeah, He's the first horror spoon. <laughs> I think the first horror VHS I ever got was The Shining when I was like 14. Oh, oh wow. I got it for Christmas. And then I was watching it at home, and that woman got up out of the bathtub. My mom was like, I can't believe I bought this movie for you. <laughs> she was, was she like, was upset about that, not about the dude in the bear suit blowing the other guy. <laughs> yeah. well, Maybe she didn't understand yet. the implications <laughs> yeah. of that. She, she, she didn't she, understand that part. She was, they're she, animal lovers. She probably would have burned the fucking tape. <laughs> yeah. oh. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Your mom would have. Is this a cursed movie? Like, what the fuck? Oh, I was shit. like, I was on the couch, and I, that scene was coming up, and I was like jumping across the room like, no. Like, <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrifying scene. Yeah. And just and just real quick, something something about something like that. I remember I remember very vividly because you turn on the horror films, but you have the remote with you, and you had the last channel remote. Uh, oh, I used to do that with porn <laughs> or like softcore. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you fucking hit the last channel and be yeah. like, all right, well I'm gonna go to fucking you know TN USA or TNT or something. Bad Cartoon Network but as radio. Soon as, <laughs> as soon as you go back to bed, it's going right back on fucking Showtime. Hell yeah, yeah I did. You're like, we're just watching Nickelodeon or it's HBO, cool. so I can watch. <laughs> That's what it was. Nickelodeon. I didn't. The Cartoon Network wasn't around at yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like you know you're watching Beastman. And then all of a sudden, you change it over to Nickelodeon. Yeah, because these snatchers <laughs> got some nice boobs. Yeah, and it was on all the time. But we've already talked about that before. So I think I think we're good. I think we'll get out of here. Yeah, it's a good episode, guys. Thanks. I had fun talking to you all. Um, thank you all for coming in. Uh, if you can, like and subscribe. Dave, get us out of here. Yes, uh, and thank you, Ace. Thank you for being here. Sorry. Thank uh, you, 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 can, You're you can You can find us on Anchor FM, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcast, CastBox. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Uh, Instagram. Sla- Instagram Slasher. Slasher. We're on Slasher now. So yeah. uh, let's do us on there. Thank you, everybody that's listened to us. Uh, no new people still per- No, I haven't updated. We're on Russia. 25 countries now. We're in 25 countries. Because there's a lot of weirdos out there, and it makes Man, me happy. I appreciate Appreciate that, everybody <laughs> around the world. Yeah, some guy in Paraguay is going to be like, maybe I want to huff gas. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, All right, thank you guys. It's a gateway. Right. Fuckers. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs>